So great, Justin. Uh, so welcome to your ethics station. So you are the IMT doctor on a medical ward and due to long-term sickness, you're missing another trainee from the rotor. Medical staffing has allocated all of their shifts to you. And unfortunately, due to the busyness, uh, you've been denied access to an ALS course, which you've already paid for. How would you address this situation? Yeah, so um, obviously it's a, it's a difficult, uh, difficult situation and having a uh, colleague off uh, on sickness uh, for the wider team. Um, but I think the first thing I'd want to do in, in this scenario and how, how I would begin to approach it is to just to clarify the nature um, of the situation so I have a better understanding of um, what's missing and, and what needs done to, to find a solution uh, to this problem. So um, understanding how long um, my colleague will potentially uh, be off for um, and what are the sort of immediate sort of shifts that need covering and also what are the, in, in, you know, as when we understand how long my colleague can be off, understanding sort of what further shifts uh, moving forwards uh, will need to be covered. So I think seeking information and clarifying the nature of the situation uh, is important to, to begin with, to, to begin working out uh, a solution. Um, I think moving on, the, the next most important thing is obviously having patient safety in mind, um, understanding if there are immediate sort of on-call shifts that, that, that you know, lack cover, which also has you know, lots of implications for, for being able to uh, run you know, a safe sort of ensuring there's enough ward cover and things like that to to make sure um, you know all the patients are, are looked after and that there's someone that's receiving a handover um, for the on-call shifts. Um, so I think if it's in the immediate sort of nature, um, uh, I I think I'd want to you know first discuss take initiative to to discuss amongst. Um, the other IMT trainees uh, just to see uh, who would be able to cover immediately in the short term um, uh, and then and then start planning you know for, for, for the long term and I think part of that planning for, for the long term is, is going to require um, uh, help and support um, first of all from uh, medical staffing um, you know uh, being, you know, making sure that, you know, that we've got enough cover to make sure that the workload is divided uh, equally amongst trainees um, so that, you know, no one person is, is carrying too much, too much of the burden um, and ensuring, you know, potentially thinking about whether or not they can arrange for, you know, perhaps something like locum cover to, to try and fill in some of the rotor gaps in, in the longer term. I think equally important is understanding that you know education as an IMT trainee is is you know essential um, as well. Um, and again, this this plays up you know to, to ensuring you're a good, safe, competent doctor and, and you're working within you know your level, you know your capacity, and being competent to to deal with situations. I think ALS is, is a really essential uh, course in, in in giving you those skills. So. Um, I think speaking to get, getting support from uh, my uh, educational uh, supervisor will be very important um, just to see how we can go about um, uh, arranging uh, for me to attend uh, my ALS uh, course, understanding that, you know, education is obviously a, a big part of being an IMT trainee as well. Um, 
So, you know, I think those would be my first sort of steps. And, and obviously there are, you know, chains of escalation that I understand, you know, that, that can be taken if, if these initial sort of steps um, haven't provided, provided a, a safe and workable solution um, to, to the problem at hand. Right. So if you were to escalate the situation, I mean, I mean, there are several ways that this sort of situation can play out. Some departments try to help and are able to help. And if you are not getting anywhere, how would you escalate the situation and in what way? So, yeah, so, so as I mentioned, uh, there is a sort of chain of escalation. So obviously starting from a medical staffing point of view, uh, going to the consultant who's on the ward, um, as well as getting support from your educational and your clinical supervisor. Uh, but if those, you know, if that, you know, if that doesn't work and still needing a bit more support, then um, locally think, thinking about my training program director um, or the hospital uh, medical director perhaps uh, might be able to um, provide some help and some support um, in that particular scenario. But also, you know, thinking sort of laterally, uh, there are, uh, you know, uh, you know, there are there is advice available as well from things like. Um, the defense union or the sorry the doctors union um such as the bma and and they usually provide some some good advice as well on on you know rotor compliance but also uh you know tips on on how uh you know you can go about um you know getting you know getting your educational needs uh, seen to as well excellent well, that's a really good answer thank you very much okay thank you very much